0: All right. We're back, guys. And not a moment too soon. I know. <laughs> Before the end of the year. Oh my 2023. gosh. 2023. Wow. <laughs> it is our
1: fault, our fault, our most grievous fault. This is why Roman Catholic South. It is. We are just <laughs> we what can I say? All we
0: could do is better. What? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Listening and learning. Listening. We will improve. <laughs> we will improve. We'll do better. We will show with action that we will do better. We'll do better.
1: Well, I will say that it is just hard being an adult woman in the year 2023 and so why did i know you were gonna go on top of, of that i am a black woman <laughs> in america in florida so every day who did i say i said like you remember lord hill who i was like every day that yes. i show up to my concert is a
0: blessing to you. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Lauren, I know. did I ever tell you about the time that I went to your concert think, in oh, Newark? Oh, Newark. Okay, never mind. Because I thought I went with you in Brooklyn, but that wasn't you then. No, we didn't go in Brooklyn. Okay. I went in Jersey. Okay. But I, actually, I feel like I remember we went to a concert. I don't know. But we'll talk about that. I don't remember what concert it okay. was. I feel like we did, though. Anyway, I went to this concert in Jersey. And I don't remember what year this was. This must have been like a little couple years after I was finished with law school. We got there at eight p.m. where the show was supposed to start, and it was just like some random, like you know, theater in like Newark or something like that. Like at least uh, it's probably like at least ten years ago. She didn't come on until eleven p.m. Yeah, that sounds right. I was burned by her once, and then never again. Never again. Because she doesn't even do the songs in the original yep. arrangements, like *Miseducation*. I think, she, and I don't know what the rumor is. I, I rumor can't say what it is. Allegedly, Columbia Records has like, like the masters. Yeah, are the... yeah, exactly. And then she like something about writers yeah. are getting paid. Allegedly, we don't know the full story. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, allegedly, Lauren Hill burned us once. Yeah, and. At two different times, and it's and I'm not surprised she's up to her old tricks again. But unlike Lauren, we will improve. Guys. We will improve. So, but it is hard to be a black woman in America.
1: I just bought a home. <laughs> I remodeled it. Yay! And- Congratulations, Thank you. Nana.
0: Congratulations, Nana.
1: Thank you. Handpicked every last detail. Chased after my contractor. This man, his his dog died. His truck died. Everything died. Chasing after him to get it done.
0: So. You know what? I just I'm just doing the best I can. I uh, you know what? I believe that. And you know what people should commend you for that. You should really. Thank you. It's that you know, Thank I feel you. like you don't get enough credit for all that you've done. Honestly though, cuz that home I'm buying, true, remodeling, true. moving in thing that you did in the last few months, incredible. I don't know how end of with having Thank a full-time you. job. I don't know how you pulled that off. Really.
1: Must have been very cuz people do that is, as a job. I did yeah, I did not do my job as much
0: as I should have.
1: <laughs> Don't tell my employer. <laughs> no one, you know, we are
0: keeping that to ourselves. <laughs>
1: So many secrets coming just out. Just blocking yeah. <laughs> on my <laughs> calendar. Busy. Busy. Where am I? I'm down <laughs> I'm looking at my house, asking the contractor why he missed the spot. You know what I mean? This is what I'm doing. Meanwhile, your manager, people
0: are like, I don't know. No, I don't like Nana's been, Wow. She's got she's really putting in a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. We're so happy she joined. She's just cranking out these projects left and right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, anyway, okay we i am mison and this is my buddy nana and we are hell yeah i guess it's my turn right nana um yeah it is. yeah it is all right so hell yeah uh is a podcast obviously all about romantic comedy is just romance content nana and i are two friends from college who also went to law school um we are first generation Americans with an African do attitude. We discovered mm. a couple of years ago that we both really love romance content, like to talk about it with a critical eye, but also finding pocket, finding the pockets of pleasure within romance. And so we do it on this podcast and we discuss movies, books, all, and TV shows all with you guys to listen and give your opinions. And that is Hell Yeah. Oh, good job, son Do you think there should be a time where we don't do this anymore. I think there should be a time. I don't know if that time is now. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe we don't do it in 2024. Maybe that's when we decide yes, that we don't yes. actually. Yeah. Listen, okay. We're not doing it in 2024. If you don't know what the ROM, <laughs> hell yeah, is by now, ROM Squad, you'll figure it out if you listen to our old episodes. Listen to our back catalog. Wow, we have a back yes. catalog. That's crazy. We do. That's we wild. have a number of episodes
1: to yeah, make up for the lot. fact that we haven't been recording for the past several months.
0: yes that's correct if you if you miss us until we record a new one again go listen to our old episodes guys i promise always a treat for example i was telling i was texting nana a couple weeks ago i was listening to our crash landing on new episodes and i was like wow Mm -hmm. we are so funny (laughs) i am so entertained by my voice and my friend's voice (laughs) i know we're i mean we do this because we're narcissists what can we say basically basically I was like, who needs another podcast? Everybody does, obviously. And that's why we have this yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, what are we talking about today, Nana? We're talking about
1: She's the Man. Interestingly, and She's the Man, if you don't know, is an Amanda Bynes film. I believe it's 2006, right, Misan? Yeah, 2006. Uh- um and it is based on the 12th night by shakespeare and it's essentially also okay sorry the, the, we don't have an outline so i'm just going to jump into it
0: have you ever seen the movie just one of the guys
1: misan it was oh actually before cable. we talk
0: about she's the man can we please talk about that shoppable ad the 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 walmart one in rom news
1: oh yeah okay sorry. yeah all right. Okay, Guys, news.
0: sorry, change of plans. Uh, we're gonna talk rom news first because there's I have a I have thoughts about this. Uh, so rom rom news time, okay. uh, what is the sound? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Guys, Nana sent me this shoppable ad rom com that Walmart did um a few weeks like it started or i guess it premiered december 2nd and it's going through the end of the year for a holiday season mm-hmm. i looked at the trailer it's just like a regular trailer for like any romantic comedy the only difference is that you're like watching all these different like two to three minute clips over the it's like on tiktok it's on instagram and youtube and then you can click to add things to your cart and it's called add what's it called add to cart yeah what is it hold on let me find it yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's right. But what do you think about this, Nana? Because <laughs> I have a lot of opinions.
1: <laughs> okay. So I think from a marketing perspective, I think it's really smart. It's genius. I think from a – how do I say this? I am worried about the integration of like uh, advertising and buying into every aspect of our life right and so like what we're talking about like I mean this is like aside from the romantic things like the fact that they're like there's no friction they're just like dissolving all the like the barriers between real life and like this virtual life that and that like space only exists Mm -hmm. to sell us things like kind of terrifies me you know what I mean it feels Mm -hmm. weirdly dystopian and for me I think because this ad specifically dealing with romance which is literally the space i've carved out which is like what we talked about a Mm -hmm. pocket of pleasure being exploited just to sell me shit. i hate
0: it i don't
1: love it that being said i do work in marketing i think it's smart i just think that it's the sign (laughs) of the end of our times and the decay of our society late stage capitalism comes for us all
0: um i agree with you i know
1: i know nothing is sacred i agree with you
0: like i think it's it's really smart branding like I know that as like yeah. I know the like advertising is struggling in general because, you know, ad sales have been down for yeah. a while because people are people are tired of being sold stuff. And so now advertisers and marketers need to find more organic ways to sell people things so it doesn't feel as intrusive or sort of, like, in your face. Because we, like, think about it. Like, people are willing to watch ads, but they don't want to watch that many. And who knows that they're actually going to buy things, right? So I get all of that. It's a smart play. I watched the trailer, though, and I was like, is this why, like, rom-coms generally are sucking now? Because people are not thinking about the heart. I found the name of this, by the way. It's called Add to Heart. But, uh, yeah, but
1: can we just – can I just jump in and say it didn't feel – and, and Distinct from anything I've seen, like on Netflix or something. You know what I mean? Like, a <laughs> oh, Hallmark. <I laughs> Hallmark.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's why I was like, I swear I just saw this movie. Yeah. Like, oh, wait, isn't this this movie I just saw on Hulu or yeah. on uh Freebie? Yeah, it's on Freebie. It feels very Freebie. It feels very Freebie. Yes. And I say this because I just watched a Freebie rom com, which was Xmas. Oh, that's the, the
1: one, one with, Li-
0: with- It's. Leighton Meester, yeah. the woman that should, played Blair on Gossip sh- Girl. Should
1: I watch it? I was like gonna watch it and it just felt so cheap I decided not it's to. It's
0: cute. It's cute. It's cute. It's like fun. Um, Is it good? Like is it like really good quality? No. There's some of the things I'm like this is weird but for it to have like two hot people like you know i can't remember the act the male actors and the male lead's name but they're both hot and and i I like leighton meester as an actress i think she's quite good um so i enjoy like i enjoyed it you know like would i watch it again and be like yeah like rah 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 but for like a a hallmark-esque like holiday movie fair it's like right up in that like right in that vein So, so yeah
1: and so yeah this this feels in like in terms of the quality in terms of just everything yeah um yeah oh it's robbie ml or whatever the guy from upload he's cute yeah
0: for, was he was he was one like one of those like superheroes on cw he was a um oh, was wasn't, was it wasn't it was an arrow i don't remember no he's not arrow. like remember they remember the C- it was uh or is he the brother of whoever played arrow i don't remember like or because F- there was the flash it's flash mm-hmm. there's arrow and there's one other one i don't remember but anyway yeah he's in it he's good looking so i was like oh, okay sure this is fun so I, like, I enjoyed it for the hour and a half that it was and had to deal with the ads that are there because it's freebie, so it's all ads. That's the whole, yes, whole point. Yes, but
1: those is. ads were distinct from the content. They were just ads. Which I would <laughs> Which I appreciate.
0: Like, I don't need you. I already, <laughs> like, I am being sold things. Like you said, yeah. we're being sold things constantly, right? Yeah. Why is it now that you think you need to make it easier for me to have me add to cart something I'm watching on TikTok? I don't like it. I don't I, like it, it. It's very it does feel, you're right, dystopian. Like the shoppable ads concept. I can understand someone is like this is really cool. And it is a cool concept. I don't mind shoppable ads. Like I don't mind if I watch a commercial that is a commercial. Yeah. It's not a movie. And then I click and I can add to cart and bet something. Love that. Someone's, you know, I enjoy that. But don't like do this whole thing where you're casting people, doing the whole like movie for you to sell me stuff that Walmart and it's Walmart. Of course, it's Walmart. It's just so it is dystopian it's very like, oh, my God, like what? Like there are no depths we won't plumb to just to sell stuff. Is yeah. it really that serious
1: yeah, question? No,
0: is mind. it just the um, trailers or is there actually a movie? No, it's actually a movie. I just I just watched the trailer, but like starting. It's like on YouTube. It's on TikTok. And I think it's on oh, Instagram as well.
1: I actually so, like, didn't realize whole it was a plot. full movie.
0: No, it's a full movie, though. And the premise is basically this like she gets proposed to by her current boyfriend um, and they've been dating for six months. She's like, oh, it's too soon. Isn't it too soon for him to propose? I'm like, OK, well, wow. What if you just communicated that to him? That's crazy. Yeah. Um, and then and then she goes home for Christmas and then she's in Walmart. And then she like she's like, oh, if only I could have a sign. And then the sign is like a is a cut out of this like Walmart associate who then pops up in real life right behind her. And then as she's doing that, her ex, Javi, like pops up. She's like, Javi, I, d- I've oh I've my seen, God. Yeah, I did see and that after, like meet cute. Yeah, you know really annoying me in the interview, how they talk about, oh, there are all these different tropes we have, like second chances, love triangle, misconnections meet cute. I'm like, you guys don't get to do why do you get to do this? To something that is enjoyable that's not fair anyway we're talking about she's the man today so as Nana was saying before it's a or as we were wanted to say before if we were gone to Rom News it's a yeah. 2006 movie right Nana with Amanda yeah. Bynes
1: yeah 2006 starring Amanda Bynes and a very young he's Channing so Tatum, tiny who is, he, he's tiny he's so cute and the thing about Channing Tatum is I can never decide if like I think he's Cute, cute, or ugly, cute, you know what I mean? Oh, but that's it
0: works, a question. whatever is happening, it... you know. Yeah, no, yeah, question. but it works it in does, this it movie, it works really well. He's so skinny in this movie, I can't believe it. I, don't, I can't remember, he like, is. oh my
1: god, it's so crazy. He looks straight out of Tampa, yeah. like, this is like maybe
0: two, two, two years after his stripping oh, gigs man. This is pre magic. Oh, Mike, let's, get, let's do a very brief plot because we can't talk an hour talking about that, okay. <laughs> And I won't interrupt you,
1: okay? So she's She's the man. Well, no, first we're going to do
0: our oh, at First Sight. Oh, um, At First Sight. Yes, let's do it. You want to go first? Sure. Uh,
1: so I don't actually remember the first time I saw this. It definitely wasn't in the theater. It was like on cable probably sometime when I was in college. And I loved it and I still do I there I will get into this there's a lot wrong with this movie and it's very 2006 very early aughts but I Amanda Bynes it just shines like and We'll talk about the performance. I just always, every time, I've seen this movie, like, maybe six times, at least, like, a lot. And I just giggle. Like, I titter. Like, I think it's just so silly. And Channing Tatum is so hot in it. And, like, I don't know. It just it just kind of works. It's, like, a pleasant, like, is it my favorite? No. But it's definitely, like, okay, it's, like, a rainy afternoon. I'm sitting. She's the man's on halfway through.
0: Let me just watch it. Yeah. Um. What is my at first sight? So I have never seen this full movie until I watched watched it for this podcast. Um, Because I think Nana had watched it recently, like, a few weeks ago. And she was like, okay, we do She's the Man for our next episode. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, that sounds cool. And I was like, I don't think I've ever seen this movie before. Like, in the full thing. Like, I've seen different clips of it. And, like, yeah. heard the jokes, you know, that people have made about it or whatever. And, like, remember Amanda Bynes and, like, that wig and the blazer, like, seeing, like, you know, clips or, like, GIFs of it. And, like, was like, oh, yeah, that's interesting. But when I finally watched it yesterday or the day before for this, I was like, this is funny. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm really entertained. This is a funny movie. Yeah, no. And I really and I, I enjoyed it. Um, like, all the things that are, like, not as right. It is very early aughts. From the fashion to the music, like it's like some 41 is playing. Like, when's the last time you heard some 41? <laughs> like, to be honest. And you know, and no, ex- no, uh, no offense because I like some 41 as much as the next, you know, millennial did. Um, yeah. Or does. Uh, but it, it's all very that, like, and then even like the clothing and all other stuff, like it's, it's just, it's very, very, um, very 2006, and it was. Oh, I felt a bit nostalgic for it, especially now that you mm. see like the fashion is coming back a little bit in ways that I did not expect for 2000s fashion to come back and what people were wearing, and then the flip flops, the Abercrombie Fitch of it all. Like it just, it, it was, it was cool. And you know, we have a thing for Shakespeare like play adaptations here. Yeah, uh, so it's good do. to add this to our repertoire. um and I think at the end, maybe we'll try to rank it among, the, you know, the different ones we've done so far and see what we think about them. But I liked it. It was good. To, it was it was it was a nice one, you know, because I was telling Nana that sometimes I think people forget in rom-coms that there is a calm part of it where you should actually be laughing. I might yes, have said in an yes. early episode um, and I was really laughing now, whether or not like we'll talk about whether I think the romance works all other all these different pieces of it. But I think it's so cute. Like it's a nice it's like a nice teen rom-com. I think it, I think it works really well.
1: Yeah, and we also just wanted something super light to do. Yeah, um, for sure. I don't know how light this this movie actually deals with. Like, it deals with things on the surface, so it's light. But the things it deals with are kind of heavy, and we'll get for into sure. that too. It for was sure. unexpectedly. I was like, oh yeah, this this actually it touches upon much deeper things than I remember. Yeah, but I still yeah i I enjoy it. Um, let okay, let's just jump into the plot. Go for it. So, oh, the, uh, okay. So this, like, back to um, what Misan was saying. This is based on Twelfth Night, which is like a gender swapping Shakespeare romp that has something to do with like, or I the Twelfth Night is some so, sort of like holiday thing, right? I don't. Remember. Yeah, it like, is. We're not yeah. talking about Shakespeare.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk. We'll we'll add on to that later. We're not talking about that now. Yeah, it's,
1: it's, yeah, yeah. We're too far yeah. gone. <laughs> yeah, we're too far <laughs> gone. But basically, uh. I remember, and there was also an eighties adaptation that was always on cable called "Just One of the Guys." Oh, we um, should do that one. Was it good? No, it's bad.
0: Okay, it's, like, all right. it's like
1: as like offensive as this is. That this what that one was way worse. But basically, it's like a girl who wants to like write for. Um, she like wants to prove herself as like a like a newspaper writer mm. and uh, and so she like goes to another school for like 2 weeks as, and poses as a guy and like writes like li- like becomes like the editor in chief of their paper or something to like prove that they're being sexist. So this mm. is like pretty much the same like it I think that like set the basis for this and yeah. then they like took soccer, right? Mm. Um, and so we start off and we start off with like Amanda Bice who plays Viola and she has this twin sister Sebastian and Viola is like a soccer girl and you remember there was like a very athletic girl type in the early 2000s she, you know what I mean it was like a cool girl like this is like who she is she and her friends are like really sporty and like they um, they they have they play for the uh, women or girls soccer team in their school yep. they're like running on the field they're like ready to go and then it turns out that their school like unceremoniously just like canceled girls soccer because like not enough girls are playing or something it doesn't make sense to me because it's a very fancy private school so you would think
0: that they would be like that to- didn't like that didn't like i really yeah that didn't grok for me i was like really at yeah. cornwall academy they were like sorry yeah, sorry Corn- it's not happening mm? and now like, okay now the ex- boys team takes over your field like what's going on
1: yeah. yeah, I know. I was like, Cornwell needs help. They need the Booster Club to come through. But like, <laughs> okay. but like, uh, so then they're they're like, okay, well then why why don't we try out for the boys team? And uh, and sorry, I forgot that Viola. Like the the first scene of the movie, she's like playing like soccer on the beach with her boyfriend who's like, I think he's early two thousands hot. I can't tell because he's not my type. But like he's like, I, I think it I with, think like,
0: Yeah, I think he's early two thousands hot. <laughs> like that's it with the spiked yeah. hair, the whole, you know, the Spiked blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. He was like yeah, a bro a, guy, right? Yeah. Totally, and so he's on totally. the soccer team.
1: He's the goalie. And so like when this is all going down, she and her friends are talking to the boys' soccer coach and be like, "Can we try out for the boys' team?" And they're like, ha, that, no, no, "Girl, nah, nah, that's a natural or whatever." They're like all, like there's like an outsized reaction to it. And um, <laughs> and then she's like talking to her boyfriend and she's like, "You said that I was like better than half the guys on this team. Like, what are you talking about? You know?" Mm. And he's like, oh, "What? What did I You know?" And he he kind of throws her under the bus. And he's he and his friends are all laughing, like, "Oh, girls playing soccer with us." Whatever, and so this, this she like realizes her boyfriend's a chauvinist, dumps him, and then she's like, "Ooh, I gotta play." And so her brother Sebastian. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> her family dynamics are so messed up. Her parents are the most negligent people. I think on the am complete. Face of the earth. Like so, wow.
0: So, I mean, it worked so to her advantage she, for her caper, but geez, yes. they were terrible.
1: So her parents are divorced, and they're like living with their mom, who is like very like daughters of the american revolution Yeah, you know, she like
0: wears those little a-line dresses she's the quintessential wasp like very yeah yes. her name is, should be bunny yeah. if it's not actually bunny yes. her name should be bunny yeah
1: and so the, she and her she has a twin brother sebastian who's like sneaking out of the house it's like hey i'm going to london for a week how is this boy going to london how is he paying for this trip is he how not 16 is he, is he,
0: or like are they he's not 16. like he's 16 yeah. he's yeah yeah yeah, that did make And so any he's, sense.
1: he he plays for a quote unquote band and they have like a gig or tour
0: in London. And so <laughs> This is why you said band. This like it like maybe like just, there because we never got real evidence of the band. <laughs> we have we have some like
1: janky lyrics that the uh, the other girl, what's her name? Uh Olivia. Olivia. Olivia, yeah, Olivia says, but that's all the only evidence we have that he's a musician, and then his like <laughs> fringy haircut and his like leather jacket. Oh but God. anyway, he's like, "Tell, tell, I'm told, told mom I'm gonna be a dad's, and I told dad I'm gonna be a mom's." This is like, I don't know, this is like some anti-divorce like propaganda because it's like makes it seem like children of divorced are like you know they have no supervision whatsoever so mm-hmm. she, he's like I, I. he's been kicked out of a number of schools he's going to Illyria Academy this is his, like I think essentially like his final chance and his sister's like no you need to like go to school and he's like nah I'll be back after like I make it big and she's like okay and then she gets this idea that maybe she'll take her brother's place at Illyria play for the soccer team for just two weeks show everybody that girls can play soccer and then I guess Walt's Either waltz back Like what does that On team
0: Yeah to what Yeah end? or just
1: at least <laughs> Yeah, because she, she wants to play soccer so she can, like, I think she, like, wants to play in college.
0: Yeah, no, the, the problem, they did say that they, like, the, the college scouts wouldn't see them, like, that season yeah. if they weren't playing. So maybe they're, so they must be, like, juniors, um, at least. Or yeah, juniors, so maybe yeah. this
1: is a chance to, like, get exposure or just prove a point so that, like, their, like, sexist boys soccer coach is, like, forced to take her on. Whatever. Th- this 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 falls apart, this plan, if you, like, under too much scrutiny. So let's move on. And so <laughs> anyway, she goes to Illyria County But before she can do that, she's got to turn into a man. Makeover montage. So she has a friend who is... I don't even think he's coded as gay because by the end, like, we kind of know he's gay. Yeah. Uh, Right? So she's. Okay, sorry. There's so much. Does this
0: boy go to school? Does he have a job? Like, he has a full time job. I thought he just worked. Yeah, I thought he worked at... But, like, is he her age? Like, is he just an independent? Like, he doesn't need to go to school anymore. He's, like, emancipated? Is he older?
1: Yeah, so and then how are they friends with this guy who's like a hairdresser at the mall? Maybe he's like one of her best friends.
0: Maybe he did their hair. (laughs) Don't doubt. So that's
1: that's another question I have. But anyway, she and her girlfriends, who are just like super supportive and are like, yeah, even though we can't play soccer, let's totally just like help you turn into a boy so that you can play soccer. And so they go to the that didn't uh, she make gets sense like a makeover and, like, you know, make they, they're like cutting her hair and like whatever they turn her into a boy and then sh- her, the, the sh- her she's like impersonating her brother but like she performs masculinity in this very confusing way so like there's a montage where she's like try- she's like following guys and seeing how they walk did you see how she's whatever. following that
0: black man and he was like yes wearing- i did i did <laughs>
1: yes yes and she was doing like a kind of a pimp drag walk and i was like oh i was like
0: what this is and you know what that is so early, humor, early, early like, 2000s like you like oh my god look at the black yeah, yeah. I'm oh, that's a, just ridiculous i'm a white girl walking like a black man it's yeah. so funny um- aren't you
1: entertained <laughs> get out of here um and so she, she <laughs> i don't know why the way she- her like masculine identity manifests as like a guy with a strange southern accent. I yeah, what know. was that
0: about? Why would he
1: be so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he talk like <laughs> that. Why is he southern? I don't understand <laughs> He sounded like he's like he's like some Texan, and so she like got, she kind of talks like this, and she's like, "I just don't know, you know." And so she, like, I'm like, "Are you Colonel she, like, Sanders? <laughs> What's happening?" It was wild. It's crazy because uh, I guess she's trying to get her voice deep. I don't know. Anyway, it's like all about her figuring out how to. And actually, I think that's an interesting part point in the movie. It's like what does it mean to be like a boy? And so she yeah. does it by like kind of, I guess, aping like kind of idealized masculinity early 2000s, which is, like, es- essentially an asshole. We'll get into this. Mm-hmm, so she, like, mm-hmm. goes to sc- to school, and she, like, and there's and this is, like, the parts where, like, I mean, Debines is just, like, so funny. Like, what she's there's, hilarious. like, the whole scene. She's so... I, like, don't think I appreciated her, because, like, I think when I was a kid, they were, like, shoving her down our throats, so I thought she was yeah. annoying. But by yeah. the time she got to this age and she was doing these movies, she was just funny. She's And hilarious. so there's this scene... And so there's this scene where she and her friend, the hairdresser guy, he's dropping off her at school and he's like, she's trying to convince her to go. And they're having, it's almost like it feels like, like Howard Hawks pattern, you know, from like the 1940s. It's just like this mm-hmm. back and forth, that rhythm where the guy, yeah. he's like, no, you're going, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like she sees a guy, she's like, oh my God, he knew. And like that whole, I, I don't know, I just, that entire scene, I was dying. But, um, her friend convinces her, like, you're going to go through with this. And so she goes to, like, her brother's room and, like, meets the roommate who's Duke. What's his name? Duke Orsino. 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 Duke Orsino, um, played by Channing Tatum. And Duke is hot. But, like, I think in the movie, I think she notices he's hot. Yeah, it starts mm-hmm. off. And we'll get into this. Uh, there's some discomfort I have with this movie because so much po- – that's played for laughs and discomfort is this like sexual tension between her and duke like from the Mm -hmm. beginning Mm -hmm. and duke thinking that she's a boy her being attracted to him as a girl it's just very confusing so that like starts off in the beginning she's like has this hot roommate but like you know eye on the prize like she learns that duke is on the soccer team and so she wants to try out for the soccer team blah 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 Mm -hmm. she tries out she gets second string Duke and, like, Duke and his friends are first string. They We think they're, like, the cool guys, right? They don't want to yeah. hang out with her. Uh, let, I'll say Seb- him, Sebastian. I don't know. Let's just say Sebastian. They don't want to hang yeah, out with Sebastian. Sebastian. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: Um, Because Sebastian is just, like, weird. weird. Right? So, like, he's yeah, weird. Yeah. Just, like, well, first of all, he talks like this. It doesn't blah, 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 make any and sense. And like, <laughs> he's always, like, hey, pretty lady. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> sorry where did she find this persona
0: <laughs> i just wanted to like i swear i just thought like you like you know what he should have just started being into kentucky fried chicken because then that would have made the yeah. most sense to me as opposed to what we got
1: <laughs> yeah so he's just very confused and he can't quite fit in and like there's a scene where he has like a tampon and he's like oh they're like what do you do with those tampons and he's like oh well they're like good for like Nosebleeds, you know, and so everybody's just kind of like, this Duke guy is weird, right? And they don't want anything mm-hmm. to do with it. So then go to soccer tryouts. They don't make it. He or um, Duke or Sebastian, sorry, there's so many different characters. Sebastian, Viola's Sebastian doesn't make the team, second string. And like, oh no, like her whole plan is like not, you know, to, to fruition. Yeah. What's she going to do? Well, we discovered that Duke, despite being Mr.
0: Hot, Mr. Cool,
1: also Channing Tatum rocking his like he used to have quite the black scent, didn't he? he
0: did. <laughs> and it was the Tampa in him. It was the Tampa in him. But that was also the like that was also the the thing though at the time. Remember, it was like it was like yes, the black yes. scent was like you know like the cool thing yes. for like if you were a cool yes. white guy, you know, you had and that. He was, he was definitely that cool
1: white guy with the black. Yeah, and it's like how – but he's also like a private school prep, so they didn't really align that. They didn't get his backstory straight, but he's like – he's a soccer god. He's got the black set. You think he's really cool, but wait, he gets nervous around girls. He's painfully shy. Painfully shy. shy. So he has this big crush – on a girl named Olivia. And so like we get to see like the softer side of him. Mm-hmm. And then Viola now Viola. And sorry, I'm like talking in circles. But Viola is like, I didn't make the soccer team. I like nobody likes me. She's like a little depressed. And then her friends. Um, what's the name of the guy?
0: The barber guy. So I can't remember. Oh, is it? My- oh, my God. It's, I want to say Justin. But that's the name of her ex-boyfriend. Hold on. I'll find it. Um, but that's that's going to bug me. Uh, it is James? No. No? Huh. That yeah, that sounds name? right. James is... Paul. Paul. <laughs> okay, Paul. Paul. Whatever. Paul. We're going so, with Paul.
1: Paul. Paul didn't need a name, but we're going to give him a name. Yeah, it just felt Justice right. Justice for Paul. It felt right. Justice yeah. for Paul. But, uh, Paul... <laughs> Paul is like, well, you know, I like I know men because I'm a man and like it's essentially like this Darwin like alpha dog stuff and it's like as long as you get the girls like and, th- and so this is like my problem is like the masculinity that she performs is so toxic and so like the whole they they arrange this like whole thing where like all the guys at school can see that like Sebastian is the man why because Sebastian treats women like shit and so there's like a scene where her friends come and pretend to be like girls that Sebastian 's dated and they're like mm-hmm. oh my god Sebastian why aren't you calling me and then there's some like weird or not weird but there's like and, and this is like what the movie does it's like it plays with like oh there's like physical like are they gonna kiss? Like you know, these like kind of like sexualized moments between mm-hmm. her and her friends. That oh, are kind that's of such played a good For tension and for a yeah. laugh. you know, and that's that happens throughout. You know,
0: that's a good
1: point. Yeah. Um. And and so and, and so you know when the first girl is like Sebastian, why would you call me? He's like. I don't even remember what exactly what he says but he's just like sometimes a man's just gotta roam and they're like oh Sebastian and then the other girl comes and it's like the other girl's like Sebastian I do anything to talk and he's like just be on your way bitch I mean I'm like really paraphrasing but basically <laughs> that's, that's what happened
0: <laughs> that's,
1: and then it, all the guys are like oh my god oh my god Sebastian's so cool and then Sebastian's actual girlfriend who's played by Lauren Breckeridge um, it's uh, and I, I don't remember any of these characters names but like monique um, monique monique Monique. she is looking for her boyfriend who went to london and like didn't tell her and so justice for monique a little too but like she's like sebastian where where have you been and like um viola's trying to hide right so that monique doesn't identify her and so she like basically is like dumps monique is like Oh, you know, like, try, she, first she's, like, avoiding Monique, and then she basically is, like, the reason why I don't want to talk to you is because you're, like, ugly on the inside and, ugly, uh, you know, whatever. And just then so mean like, and, re-
0: like, it's just, it like, was that just was so mean. uncalled for. It's just, and then, you know, part yeah. of what I found interesting, it was, like, Monique, like, Viola always asked her brother, like, why do you even like Monique? And he's, like, oh, she's really hot, and so that's she's what I like hot. about her. Yeah, and it's, like, okay, but, like, why... Like, maybe Monique is annoying, but I, I didn't like that. I was like, oh, she's not the, like, I didn't oh, like she's the- not the right, she's not the right kind of girl, so therefore she deserves to be treated. Exactly. I don't know, like, shit. Like, I didn't think that was cool.
1: Yeah. Was at all. And also, like, she was, like, rude to Channing Tatum and his friends, right? They were going to hit on her. They were yeah. hitting on her. So, yeah. And, and she wasn't an interested. And in she was a little snooty, but I also feel like, They were all clapping. And so she was like being punished for like not giving these guys her attention, essentially. Exactly. Exactly. And and I do feel like it it reflects the early 2000s. Like, 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 I'm just going to take a slight detour. I feel like there was this whole thing about like different types of girls. Right. Like, I don't even know if you want to call it Madonna or horror, but Mm -hmm. like lesser versions. Right. And so like there was like the culture was like lifting up. Like Britney Spears and Paris Hilton, and telling all girls that you should look like them, but like simultaneously, like, slut shaming and punishing Mm -hmm. them, right? And so, there was this whole dialogue where there was like a right type of girl to be and a wrong type of girl. And this goes Mm kind of goes back to Amanda Bynes and the soccer girls being cool girls, right? Like, they're the right type of girl. They can hang with the boys. They're low maintenance. They're like, you know, like going back to Gillian Flynn's like definition of like the cool girl, like, as we saw Mm -hmm. in like Gone Girl, right? That's Mm -hmm. the girl who like guys really want to be with but like that is also the girl who's like never noticed by guys do you know yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. and so so there was like this whole media that from the perspective of like the cool girl resenting the girls like Monique who are like the sluts and snooty mm-hmm, and whatever mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and then finally the cool girl at the end would get her day and so I feel like this movie that dynamic like epitomizes it whereas like Viola is so like she hangs out with the boys and she's like sloppy and she like eats messily and doesn't care about dresses while all these mm-hmm. other girls who are like so obsessed with feminine pursuits are like kind of shallow and like, you know, yeah, they're, kind of they're not like, it, right? they're
0: not as great or worthy. Yeah. They're not yeah, as yeah. great.
1: Yeah. And so we're rooting for Viola. Why? Because we were all Viola. And so <laughs> I just feel like this yeah, movie totally. like epitomizes that. And so even though Monique kind of sucks I do think it was like she was punished for being like a really pretty girl who was really into girly things in the very early yeah. 2000s yeah even if she was like even if she, even like, even if she was t- snooty
0: or snobby and rude or yeah. whatever but yeah no I agree
1: and But, like, even though the early 2000s, like, I just feel like it epitomizes that mixed message we got, which is, like, oh, everybody wants to be this girl because she's, like, so cool. And, like, this is, like, the epitome of, like, what feminine, femininity is. But also that sucks because it's hard and, like, they, you don't give guys attention and you're not easy. You know what I mean? And so there's, like, yeah. no – as a girl at that time, you, like, didn't really know how you are supposed to be, you know? Yeah, totally, totally. Anyway, so that's my whole thing about Monique. Anyway, so once we see that – um, viola as sebastian just like very rudely dumping monique and publicly humili- humiliating her in front of all these people from another school then all the guys are like <laughs> like yeah sebastian's cool because I th- this movie doesn't really respect boys and i guess treats them like they're a total idiots and just are like <laughs> apes that <laughs> you know apes or dogs <laughs> that fall into line when the one who's has the like highest like mating potential you know um there is like one part of the movie that i did think was really funny though which is at some point um i don't know this is like the subtlety of like the humor where one of the friends because after seeing like sebastian do really well like i think when Mm -hmm. monique comes up to him is like hey pretty lady which is a yeah
0: yeah. (laughs) i was like thank you that's such a good touch hey pretty lady (laughs) <laughs> in that stupid faux southern accent. Oh, my God. I don't know. Like, no, no, but the friend said, hey, pretty lady. No, I know. But to like, top. yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, so he thought that it worked. I'm just thinking of how she yeah. said it in her faux southern accent. Yeah. And of course, Monique is like, shut up, you troll or whatever she said. And yeah. then you're like meant to think, oh, wow, we really don't like Monique. She's such a bitch. It's like, no, but who responds to like, that's weird. <laughs> yes. Sebastian, yes. Viola Sebastian is weird. And it's not like, yeah, I don't Viola- All of this also is like, oh, like, well, I guess Sebastian is cool now or whatever. And they all become friends. I'm like, why are you friends with him? Like, what is this? Because
1: Sebastian pulls girls, I guess. Yeah. Inexplicably. Anyway. Inexplicably. And he was he's even nice. And that's the other thing. Sebastian, I guess this is like and we can we'll talk about this. But this is like Viola figuring out what kind of man, quote unquote, she wants to be. Because like, on one end, she's like performing that like kind of like the bro, like player for the boys Mm -hmm. but then Mm -hmm. she has these moments when she's herself and is like super sensitive right and that's like the thing that's actually like very attractive to women so like fast forwarding duke has a crush on olivia and we're like like viola has like run into olivia a couple times and is like oh my god i love your shoes Mm -hmm. olivia girl you honey if a boy is like oh my god i love your shoes now i don't want to Definitely, like fall back. Yeah, on like don't standards. stereotype. But you, but, but, you, but you should, you should have your antenna up at the very. Like it least be like, what's this
0: weird? Like, what's going on? <laughs> what about
1: these shoes? Like, and also, those has- shoes
0: were fine.
1: <laughs> I just feel like Al- Olivia is going to spend a lot of college dating gay guys, gay guys. She is. She because she, she has, she has no, she has no awareness whatsoever. Because she's <laughs> just so like- sweet.
0: <laughs> Yeah. She does Milo's like, did you
1: get those at Anthropology? Yeah. I didn't know they had shoes. Oh, my God. And that's how somehow Olivia's like, I'm in love. Maybe Olivia's like like actually going to be. Maybe Olivia's going to be like is into girls. And at some point she'll just. Yeah. Maybe
0: Olivia's queer. Who knows? Yeah. It's
1: possible. I think that's the story I'm going to write for her. (laughs) Um, So. (laughs) And so anyway, Aleva falls in love with this boy who like understands fashion. It's like Sharon clueless, right? Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and And so they go to class again. And then there's some stuff with David Cross being this like guidance counselor who's like Yeah, totally we're not getting to it. It's fine. We're leaving it. We're leaving it. It's not it. that interesting. Um but just so you know cuz it's going to come back at the end anyway so they're like in science lab and duke is like oh you like they realize that duke has a crush on olivia and then duke notices that olivia is talking to sebastian is like oh my mm-hmm. god like give it, let me get an introduction can i be and you know and essentially like in seeing that um duke ha- or uh, viola has such an e- sebastian viola as sebastian has such yes. an easy rapport with olivia yes. yes duke is like they duke like wants like some like tips right and so they mm-hmm. they uh initiate this trade where duke is going to prepare viola sebastian sebastian for soccer yes. right and like teach him everything he knows yes. to get him on the first string because mm-hmm. i guess you can just get on the first string within the a week i don't understand how. i mean works. yeah like the time
0: the fact that this is all happening within two weeks is like interesting yeah. <laughs> but sure <Yeah. laughs> i mean like it's possible but a week yeah that's not logical like i can't believe there would be enough improvement within a week for her for her to be like okay she should be on the team on first string on the first squad yeah
1: yeah yeah and yeah um, and so this but this will be in time for the game against Cornwall right exactly which um, is her mean, whole end game her, her whole thing but then in exchange Sebastian will teach like Duke how to talk to girls mm-hmm. okay so mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. whatever <laughs> <laughs> all right let's, I gotta keep it moving okay well, let's so keep going yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's really convoluted as it's, was, like. like it plot.
0: doesn't make sense <laughs>
1: But it's very Shakespearean in that, like, twelve. It is. Happen it is. Yeah, and
0: it's all like it's all connected, like the all the different layers, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, so now we're gonna get to the interesting part. Junior League mom is part of Junior League, which I, you know, so they're like it's preppy white ladies, yes. and they're having a fair. Yes. And, well, they're gonna have a debutante ball, and then yes. they're also gonna have a fair. Uh, mm-hmm. At the W I don't remember the order, but let's say the f- the carnival or whatever. Yes, the carnival. Like, yeah, yeah, Viola has Viola has to be there both as Viola and Sebastian for a reason I don't really understand because nobody really needs Sebastian at that fair. <laughs> like, she could have just, just
0: not just gone as Sebastian. <laughs> yeah. I don't that- know why she yes. didn't occur to her. I don't know why she was busy like changing in porta potties and in like yeah. rides. It just was uh, unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yes, but allegedly Sebastian was working some cart or something that we haven't seen him working at. So she's ah. like, yeah, she's dressed. Yes, but she's like dressed as Sebastian, then as Viola going back and forth. But then Viola has to go to the kissing booth. Aside,
0: kissing booths are really creepy. And I hope. Do people still do kiss- kissing booths? I really want to know because <laughs> they're not. so I... <laughs> creepy. They're Even like, like it's absolutely disgusting. nasty. And then, like, it's like all the different men that were there and that that old yes, man I, with the raffle tickets. And then yes, that like 13 year old yes, kid, it's just, it was yes. gross. It was gross. A thousand
1: times. In. This is the movie, like watching this movie, this time around, I just realized how disturbing kissing booths are. And I truly hope that they've been abolished. Yeah, um, I have to look anyway. this up now.
0: Kissing booths. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to bother me. Wait, why is, why was one of the Google searches kissing booths near me? Why do you want to know if they're kissing booths near you, Google? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> but anyway. uh,
1: so Viola runs into Duke as herself. And mm-hmm. he's like kind of like, do I know you? And he's, she's like, no. And then he wants to go to the kissing booth to kiss Olivia. Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry. I just realized Viola and Olivia's names are anagrams of each other. But I'm going to move on. And oh, wow. On.
0: <laughs> OK. <Yeah. laughs> Is there an Olivia in Twelfth Night? Yeah, <laughs> this, yeah. You know what? Exciting. Good job, Shakespeare. <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay. And then a Malvolio. All right. All right. Nice, Shakespeare. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, and so... Like, but they're changing shifts, so now Duke has to kiss Viola, mm-hmm. and then he's kind of doing. Cha- I'm sorry, I just have to park here. Channing Tatum being like nervous and nerdy is like not convincing. He's like, oh yeah, I, I, sorry, I didn't mean that. I didn't want to kiss you. It's like his but, uh, first brawl. Uh, you know? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Leave him alone. It's his first role Nana. <laughs> but he's. But still with his, like, cool guy black set. So he's like, I mean, I, 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 what, I, what I mean was, I wasn't trying to say nothing like,
0: you know. Oh, my so- God. That black set, I cannot take it. <laughs> and so
1: he, oh, he's basically, man. like yeah because before he was like oh shucks I wanted to kiss Olivia that she's and Viola's like what (laughs) pretending not to know she's also a little like deranged that she like how could some person pretend to be two different people so she was like acting with like Duke as like she never met him before she's like what what do you and he's like oh no I didn't mean that I didn't want to kiss you but blah 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 and so then they kiss and and this part was hilarious to me when like they kiss and he's like okay I think my time is up and she's like nah 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 you got got a little bit you you get more you get more time (laughs) So they make out, but then um, Viola's ex boyfriend is there, sees them kissing. He and Duke have like an old rivalry, like soccer rivalry, where Duke mm-hmm. like made him cry. Yes. Um, and so, like yes. this is like round two, where this like again another toxic male is like, I'm gonna show like you know keep your hands off my girl, even though she dumped me because I am a chauvinist. And uh, like they end up getting in like this fight, and Viola is like in the middle of the brawl for some reason. She keeps getting in the middle of brawls, and so I don't know why the- she's doing. Like
0: she jumps on their one of their backs. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what
1: are you doing? What are you, girl? You need to you need to reevaluate your life. It's
0: messy. So many things. Um, <laughs>
1: and so uh yeah the, anyway those so the boys are like everybody's kicked out but we now know like viola is like n- like kissing duke is like made her properly into him mm-hmm. okay then there's like a debutante meeting essentially like she just sees olivia is jealous of olivia olivia is like obsessed with sebastian and so monique hears her talking about wanting sebastian and is like i'm gonna fight you bitch that's my man and so they get in a fight and then once again is in the middle of the brawl but mm-hmm. like that whole scene just serves to show us like the juxtaposition between her and these like her unladylike like qualities versus like these girls again traditional feminine pursuits like they're the ones yes. who are touted as like proper debutantes and like it, it just highlights that like Vi- uh, Viola doesn't fit in whatever mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. so Viola goes back and as Sebastian we can talk about the ethics of this she's like using her position as Sebastian to then like put forth her name as a potential mate or match for Duke so she's like oh my god you should talk to my sister did you like my sister here's my sister's number talk to my sister
0: sketchy <laughs> it's sketchy so
1: manipulative very very, and so very. Then Duke and, like, Duke has barely had time. Like, he's literally just met this Viola girl in yeah. his mind and yeah. kissed her. Yeah. He has nursed a nurse to crush on Olivia for, like, three, or three years, right? Mm-hmm. And Sebastian is trying to use his position as a friend of Duke to, like, yank him out of the Olivia orbit and mm-hmm. get him onto Viola. And so she, he's, like, Duke is, like, a little disoriented. He's like, yeah, maybe I will call Viola. Oh, wait, there's that girl I loved. And then... Uh, Sebastian then like kind of runs and like pretend like not pretending going back like using his Viola voice calls Duke and to like try to like nail something down so I just feel like Duke is like being pulled in like two different directions it was just super
0: manipulative like it was just like Viola is not a great like not yeah yeah. yeah and and so like she's like
1: then dressed trying to really push herself onto duke because she's like really into him she now has she is now even though she's sebastian cannot hide her feelings for duke anymore so she's mm-hmm. like mooning over him or whatever this feels and we'll talk about this there's like a lot of like queer undertones in this book or this movie i'm not sure if they're intentional right i don't so, think like they there's are. like because there's like and we can spend a little bit more time later but like The whole Viola, like, being like, okay, you know, like, uh, adopting a new gender identity, but, like, being, like, what kind of man am I going to be? What kind of masculinity I'm going to perform, right? Like, that's, like, those are, like, narratives we've heard from, like, trans men, right? Mm -hmm. And then... The whole, like, I'm a boy who's, like, in this hyper-masculine space, but I have, like, a crush on my friend, and I can't express that because of, like, social norms. That feels like, you know, like... A gay like a a like a young gay boys like story, right, mm-hmm. and so there's like all these things that this movie's touching about, but I don't feel like it's intentional. It's, it's not that intentional there's so much tension it's there, but it's like yeah. right, but it's and so like the Duke thing just feels like uh, so many narratives you've seen yeah. of like young gay men who like are, have like a crush on a straight boy and can't yeah. act on it right yeah, and I, again. If this movie were probably trying to do a little bit more, it could have done some interesting things here, but it didn't. Um, Because it wasn't trying to do that. It was
0: just trying to do the tried and and true And
1: And so it just ends up being a lot of like Pat jokes like, ooh, like, that's weird. Like, why are you looking at me that way? Or like, you know, or whatever. Like, so there's a lot of, like, Viola being, like, Mooney being, uh, and then Duke being like, what'd you say? Oh, nothing, you know? And Mm -hmm, there's mm -hmm. it culminates in one scene where, um, oh, gosh, when Viola, or as Sebastian, is teaching Duke how to talk to girls and he's, like, uses his Viola
0: voice to be, like,
1: pretend to be a girl like I pretend I'm a girl talk to me <laughs> and Duke is like you're like, so a, good
0: you're weirdly really good at this like you're this is good creepy. At this.
1: yeah and then a spider from this guy Malcolm who's not that important no. like escapes and they see it and then Viola starts screaming Duke starts screaming and then they hold each other mm-hmm. and then there's this moment of tenderness and sexual tension that they then like run away from and i like yeah, oh, and so it uses that like humor that was very common in the early 2000s and before then right mm-hmm. about like oh guys being like tender no I'm not gay or whatever you know but like it also it, it just it's interesting because I feel like it like uses that as humor but then it also uses the tension and like the forbidden nature of it to be like kind of like romantically titillating if that makes yeah. sense to me do you yeah. know what I mean and so yeah. like and so I don't know I I just watching this movie with like a new lens I was just like I don't I I truly don't we can talk about it I don't know how to process it and so that scene where they're holding each other and then they just jump off of each other it
0: almost felt like it was like afraid to go there do yeah you know I mean? def- no it definitely was afraid to go. I mean I just don't I don't it just think feels- any of, of that because it's 2006 i don't think any of that was really contemplated as like part of what they were actually i don't doing. think it think was that, yeah it was too very much it wasn't very heteronormative it was
1: so it was so heteronormative but then it kept flirting with queerness do you know what i yeah, mean and i think yeah. i need to watch 12th night because maybe it does that and there's like that whole cross because like have you ever seen like some like it hot or like they're like the whole like someone posing as the opposite sex trope where mm-hmm. there's always Mm-hmm. Always than a romantic interest that yeah. ends up being like in in actuality a same sex event you yeah know, and into that sh- into that
0: portrayal yeah and, yeah, yeah yeah and, that and so as I as I feel like Holly,
1: Hollywood has Hollywood or media has loved playing with it because like it feels it felt taboo you know what I mean like it feels mm-hmm. like it's like playing with like the taboo nature of it and mm-hmm. and watching it with like a 2023 lens I'm like it just feels so overwrought and ridiculous you know what I mean yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so, for so
1: sure. Anyway, Duke whatever. Duke so Olivia's like wants to make Sebastian jealous, starts hanging out with Duke, uh and then Viola as Viola is getting jealous because she's into Duke. All this is very convoluted, but they end up going on a double date, Viola with like the nerdy girl. I forgot her name, with the glass with the braces. Oh, I don't remember then, her name. And then um olivia with duke Uh basically olivia and duke have nothing in common shouldn't be together and olivia's yeah. clearly just trying to make sebastian jealous then out of like a out of the blue like the brothers coming back to school actual sebastian he arrives at school one day so, so uh, olivia is like i'm gonna finally just make my move you know no more games kisses him and like says his song lyrics he doesn't know who she is but she thinks she's sebastian duke sees this thinks that sebastian has kissed olivia and has betrayed him they get into this fight that is so heart-wrenchingly real that's like all of a sudden the movie just becomes like that fight felt so real and so then duke is so hurt kicks sebastian out sebastian like out of the room for the night this is the night before the game sebastian sleeps at that nerdy girl's like um dorm Mm -hmm. wakes up late so his brother or the real Sebastian is like kind of pulled out of bed and like taken to the game, even though he doesn't play, can't play soccer. He sucks at the soccer. The team is losing. But then a little Viola as Sebastian comes through at the end is like, Put me in, coach. Put me in. I know I've been playing terribly, but put me in. Mm-hmm. And so Duke originally doesn't want to like pass the ball, but like it felt like bend it like Beckham, you know, when they were fighting and like, Yeah, like yeah, couldn't yeah, play well together. yeah. But like, I don't remember. At some point, like there's a foul and, or no, 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 there's like this like whole gender thing, like, because like Monique and this Malcolm guy conspire to be like, oh, we know that Violet's posing as Sebastian. We're going to like out him in front of, or out her in front of everybody. And then there's like a bunch of scenes ensue with people showing their genitals to prove who they really are. But eventually, (laughs) it just was at that point I was like, I don't, I'm
0: not watching this anymore.
1: (laughs) This is, but eventually eventually (laughs) viola is revealed to be who she is she explains why she's playing this game or she's like came to school to prove that she could play soccer she tells duke that she loves him you know which as but she really really does that as sebastian again that's played for laughs in a very weird regressive way but whatever um but when she finally reveals that she's a girl and she's Viola, then th- she's like, I want to just play. And like the coach of her team is like, yeah, we don't discriminate on the basis of sex. So you can play with us. Right. And mm-hmm. So she plays as herself, Viola. A point I want to make. Her hair is now long cuz she's a girl does not wear a ponytail. I've not seen her wear that a ponytail. That doesn't make any sense once while she's playing. I that am, doesn't make it any makes sense. Zero. Maybe she sense. didn't like how she looked with the, the- ponytail,
0: but I don't that's dumb.
1: It's, and that's not how you play sports as a woman uh, <laughs> with long hair. Uh, but anyway, so she plays. She gets fouled. She has the opportunity to, like, get, do a penalty kick. She wins the game. Everybody's happy except for Duke. Duke doesn't really want to talk to her because why? He feels deceived and betrayed. All I also fair. think he felt very confused. I think he felt very confused about his sexuality. This is why I think the movie's shying away from is that there was clearly an attraction between Duke. And Sebastian, Violet Sebastian, I think Duke was very weirded out by that the entire yeah. time. That's yeah. like the un- the the subtext of this. Yeah. Um, and so it just gets cleaned up. And it's a relief that, oh, actually, Sebastian's a, a girl, right? And so the whole takeaway from this is like, they go to the debutante ball. Everybody's paired up. The real Sebastian is with Olivia. Um, that nerdy girl is with the black guy for some reason. Um, the other friend turns out to be gay and is with... Paul, the, our, our guy, Paul. Uh, everybody's paired up except for Viola. Last minute, Sebastian appears. He is going to beat her date or what do they call it? Escort at the yeah, Debutton d- yeah, Duke. For yeah, some yeah. reason, yeah, she's very extra. So they can't he can't just escort her. They have to like make out in front of everybody while she's pointing at people being like, yeah, you. Yeah, you. I'm a star, <laughs> you know. And, you know, at the end, Duke is relieved that he's straight. I think that's the takeaway of the movie. <laughs> and the takeaway is like he he fell in love with his friends and he because he was able to like relate on a very intimate level mm-hmm. with his friend Sebastian and that was like a deep relationship that he could never have re- he was never able to replicate with women because he was quote unquote so nervous and yes. then conveniently because Sebastian was a woman cross dressing as a man. He did was able to find intimacy with a woman and so could in the end prove his straightness by being with Viola. My Everybody version wins. of this movie is in my version of this movie is everybody's queer. <laughs> and it just makes so much more sense that way. Instead of <laughs> it's just like it just shows the extent that society goes, this this convoluted ass plot to just avoid
0: people being queer. Yeah, that's I, I think, think Twelfth Night is <laughs> like this too, but we should look at. I'm gonna exactly. That's I think, but
1: it. I actually think that. Yeah, I actually think that's like the whole thing, right? Like, yeah,
0: Twelfth that's, that's the whole like point. That's, I think that. Yeah, this. I think exactly, that yeah.
1: all these tropes. You know, like how like Hollywood used to have like the trope of a marriage of, um, like there used to be this trope where people would get divorced and then they would like fight and then get back together, mm-hmm. and the whole reason why that would happen like the comedy of remarriage is because the censors didn't allow for people to have sex outside of marriage so they had to, like force them ah. to be married. i feel mm. i feel like it's the same thing as like this is a way of exploring queerness without it being explicitly queer and i think that is like what that whole cross-dressing trope is about
0: do you know what i mean interesting Interesting. I could see <laughs> like, that. Like,
1: it's, it's a way to explore those feelings and have an audience watch these two men. And, and be titillated whatever, by that without having to be, titillated. Like, but yeah, at the scandalous. end, clean it up and be like, everybody was straight. So
0: that's, like, fine. my
1: theory. Yeah, and I don't think that's specific to She's the Man, but I think it was just so evident in She's the Man and yeah. it, it, like, made me think about this trope generally that exists in, like, literature and film and plays and so for that I salute you she's the man this was the <laughs> toughest plot recap I've ever done but
0: I finished it you did it you did a great job I'm very impressed I don't even know how much more we can talk about I, think, there, I think I think I think I think I think you've touched on a lot of the themes that we like we talked about the like the queerness so mm-hmm. I think you've hit like you I think you nailed that um Talks about performing masculinity. Like, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to talk about. How, like, and I, I do, I really like what you said about how there's this, like, very, like, 2000s, early 2000s vision of what femininity is and what the type of woman or girl you could be. Like, you could be hot mm-hmm. and blonde and sexy, but not know it. Yeah. Um, like, you have yes. to be, like, oh, uh, it's a, exactly like you said, like, the Jillian fin- Flynn cool girl thing. Like, Viola is very much a cool girl right and yeah. like that sort of like that concert like she's not like other girls like I, what I thought was interesting was when her mom wanted her to be in uh the debutante ball and there was all these things about ruffles I'm like it doesn't have to be ruffles though like who still wears mm-hmm. ruffles like you know like it, it was very much like there's so many different ways to be a woman and she can still be in the debutante ball without having to be this like very sort of like extravagant thing um and I wish yeah. they'd done a little bit more with that uh as well because they've done a lot there's a lot that's done with masculinity i wish they'd done or talked a little bit more about femininity what it meant for her to be a woman that really cared about playing soccer and doing all these things and is a woman or you know like is presenting as one and there are different ways of that right like i would i would have found that a bit more interesting because i thought there was something there like her mom had this idea of what femininity needed to be she clearly wasn't like that she was very much like a tomboy uh but it was like oh but a tomboy in a way that is like still like you know, one of the Popper guys, you know, guys. like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which I, so I wish, I wish they'd done a bit more with that. I think that might have been interesting. um I actually just wanted more of like the women. Like, I know this is the movie, She's the Man, because it was all about her being part of the like, in, engaging with men and interacting with the man. But I really wanted to see more of how women were engaging or interacting with her a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I thought that was, would have been an interesting sort of like slant uh, to see more of. Also, I just want to talk about the dresses at the end. Like, didn't they look like wedding gowns? Like the ones Olivia, yeah. the one Olivia wore looked like a wedding. I was like, is that not a yeah. wedding dress? And then even Monique had like a white one. That's what how, that's. How, yeah, but they were white. I think how Deb dresses Yeah, are. but they're they white, right? Like but then the Alib- uh, then Viola's wasn't white. Viola's was like this like green one. I was like, that's so annoying. Oh, yeah. Vi- yeah. She's not like all the girls. She's I'm so like, different. She's not like, like other it's Deb girls. If a ball, then you should stick to what the rules are, Viola. If you're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> How do you,
1: the rom squad missed, missed our conversation before oh the God. podcast where we like etiquette. spent like 20 minutes talking about etiquette like old lady phone <laughs> etiquette squad, email etiquette
0: that nana and i care more about etiquette than i think we ever thought we would <laughs> yeah. but we apparently do in this and this in this era of our 30s
1: <laughs> yeah and so she did not follow well she also didn't follow the i guess cross-dressing as your brother and being a good roommate <laughs> etiquette because no. she really she she fucked with duke
0: like i did i did feel bad for duke by the end of it i really did she was setting sebastian she, felt- up like they were all going to hate sebastian cuz she was so like she was so annoying as sebastian oh my god she was so irritating <laughs> she was
1: so, she's like hey Yeah, she talked, like, foghorn, leghorn, and also just, like, said, like, the most ridiculous things. And I did, actually, there was a scene that I liked where um, Sebastian was, like, why do you, like, because he was talking about, like, uh, Sebastian says something like, something like that ass or something and duke was like why do you do that like why do you do that all the time like why do you reduce
0: women to yeah that? they Where should have like, done why more do you always that? default to the why physical do they not do yes they more should have done more like, that of that been interesting. Yeah. i mean i know like maybe yeah. i'm expecting too much out of a movie from 2006 but that would have been really interesting to learn more like i feel like i wish they'd done more with that that would have been cool i would have liked to like see more of that
1: what i i enjoyed this movie because i think it was a good showcase for amanda But I do – she's so good, and I do wonder – I know that, like, we don't like remakes and reboots, but I would love, like, a woke 2024 version of this. Do you know what I mean? Not made by Netflix, but one that, like, really – because there's a lot of interesting gender and sexuality stuff in this that, like, I feel like (laughs) – is like a conduit to like really interesting discussions, but it's not going to happen. Not, when she's no. the man. Like, the movie was fundamentally not interested in any of that stuff.
0: Someone <laughs> so, should remake 12th yeah. Night, actually. You're right.
1: Yeah. Cause Just One of the Guys is even worse in terms of like, it's just like that. What, like, and, oh, actually, Just One of the Guys, there's like a very famous scene where the chick, like the main chick, Terry, is like proving that she's a girl to her friend. Her name's like Terry or something, or it's some Tony or something Terry. But she's like to prove to prove that she's a girl, she like opens up her shirt and it's just like boobs and like classic 80s just boobs in your face, right? And so I think Oh, so that's they, like and they the, show
0: us her boobs. Oh, and are they you show joking? us
1: So I think like that whole scene on the soccer field was like a little bit of a nod to it where like he shows his jug and then she shows whatever. But the, that's the whole point of being like the 80s version was like really regressive I'm sure I we should watch Twelfth Night I assume it's rather regressive and then the 2006 yeah. I guess is like slightly less regressive because we're not seeing boobs or junk yeah I want to see a 2026 2026 version, you know. I love in how you move from 20 because
0: 2024 <laughs> movies are in the can, basically. Yeah, 2026, 2026.
1: <laughs> 2026 version where we explore all the interesting gender dynamics, and also like, I mean, this is like, I I think it just has to be said. You and I talked about this. Like this, Amanda Bynes said in an interview, like she cited this movie as like being sort of something that like set her into like a depressive decline like just seeing herself as a boy and like i don't know she's she described as like an outer out of body experience and it depressed her a lot and like i never i mean truly and she doesn't owe us anything you know because she's given us enough but like i never fully understood like what that explanation is but i think there is like a lot of things that like You know, there was like some kind of dysmorphia that came with this, right?
0: And so that's so weird dysphoria, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so like I don't know, like the 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 fact is that this was supposed to be like a very light teenage fair that was like a like a a classic Shakespeare remake that they were doing all the time, right? And it ended up being like in reality, like (laughs) something like, I don't know. Super like, it's heavy, just, I feel, yeah. you, super heavy. I feel like it, touch, it touches upon all these, like, gender and sexuality third reels. But then it's like, nope, never mind. Mm. And it just keeps on going. Like, but, like, like,
0: did we do that? No, we're not. No, never mind. We're not touching it. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah.
1: So, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't have anything else to say except for that, that movie. I thought it was going to be a light conversation and it wasn't. It's so. not.
0: It, it ended up not being light. But I do agree that we should try. Maybe we would like, there has to be a 12th. Like, maybe there's a 12th night sort of like film from like the 50s or 60s or like something like that that might be I'm sure it would,
1: it would be even worse.
0: Yeah. But I'd be really curious. It probably would be like the, um, oh my God, what is the movie that we, 10, 10 Things I Hate About You? And then we did the, we also watched the, remember when we did like the. Our, oh, yeah. Taming Double, of the Shrew. Tammy and the Taming of the Shrew, like a very, very similar to that. But I'd be curious to find. Yeah, it. I'll look, I'll look it up and see. Maybe we'll end up doing that. Um, So, OK, well, Viola and Duke, are they still together now? Oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely Duke, not. first of all, I told you I'm
1: rewriting this movie everybody's queer duke realizes guess what i can find like a really nice boy that isn't gonna lie to me and pretend to be the-. you know what i mean he, that's he, like so he, <laughs> so first of all he realizes that he didn't deserve the treatment that sebastian all right no treatment. like
0: viola's terrible so and maybe yeah maybe he's queer like and honestly yeah maybe he's pan or bi or whatever yeah. and they just like and you I, know what he just loves love and loves everybody he and just so loves finds- love
1: same with Olivia. I just want everybody to love everybody because that's what I've got from this movie. Is that everybody but has. Viola sucks of though. Sexuality. Viola sucks. <laughs> I don't know about
0: Viola. Like I like Viola. I guess you do whatever, but you 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 need to get all of that worked on. Yeah. So you're just like you. are the way you think about and, men Olivia- and Women. Just, yeah. yeah.
1: But Duke and Olivia. I wish the be- Them
0: the best. I know. I maybe want, they're I want like great for maybe them. if
1: they're college and they're like at like like an LGBT mixer they're like yo you they're like oh yeah you and then they're like hey you
0: know <laughs> yeah maybe they're like hey and then maybe they found yeah. like a, yeah or maybe they end up being the, I don't know they I guess they had nothing in common they had so maybe nothing they in
1: common they had about, no
0: talk about how they both got traumatized by the yes um, by those siblings, siblings those, twin, yeah. those twins just really like those Hastings twins just really wow they're the number on both of them that's for yeah. sure yeah yeah. OK. I'm glad you had us watch that, though, because that was really funny. Amanda Bynes, yeah. like, like her comedic genius, like or her mm-hmm. comedic time. And she's a comedic genius. Like I like. Yeah. So thoroughly entertained by her. She did a great job with that. It's not easy to do. Um, no. So, yeah. Very much. Very I- much getting to see her like that was cool.
1: Yeah, I had the same feeling, like, when I watched... Remember when we watched um The Parent Trap, and I was like, wow, yeah. Lindsay Lohan was talented. That's how
0: I felt agree. when I watched She's the Man. Like, oh, my God, she is talented. Totally. Totally. Yeah. totally. All right, you want to do our HEAs? Do you have one? Yeah, my HEA is the
1: show on Apple TV called The Buccaneers. Everybody needs to watch it. I need a second season. I... It got renewed. I love this show. Did it?
0: Oh, yeah. It got renewed for a second season. I meant to tell you that. Oh. I meant to send that to you last okay, week. Okay. Thank yeah.
1: you. Um, this show, I think, came out, like, a month and a half ago. I don't yeah. remember. I was so addicted to it. I watched the first three episodes over and over again. I think it has a phenomenal love triangle it's based on an Edith Wharton novel, which you know those never end up nice and happy. No, but not hoping- at all. I'm talking about the other <laughs>
0: one did not end well, the other adaptation the, the, that I watch. I can't remember. Which one? Uh, Age of Innocence? No. The, yeah, Age of Innocence. That's, that was, oh, because Age of Innocence is depressing too. It was um, awful.
1: Yeah, but but it's so romantic, and then it just isn't anymore, right? So I was a little nervous Aww. about the show, but it's like, it kind of is like ahistorical or like in the way that like, the Great or like Dickinson is, you know, it's so like mm-hmm. they are wearing period costumes that are kind of mixed with period plus like a little modern. They're playing modern music like, you know, right. it's more about the spirit of everything. I, yeah. I don't always think the historical stuff is done as well as like something like Dickinson. But I think like I just truly love like the main actress, like um, the main character. Her name is Nan. And like the, the story is like this family. They come from New York, Saratoga, to, like, New York City. It's, like, the Gilded Age, like, the height of, like, the Astor snobbery, the old money versus new money, her family's mm. new money. Um, this is, like, I think what they call them, like, the paper princesses or whatever, which is, like, all those American girls who's like, were new moneyed families who then were married yeah. off to, like, titled guys in Europe, right? Like, the, mm-hmm. uh, I think one of the Vanderbilt daughters did. Um, yes. And so, like, it, so, like, in order to, like, kind of, Ascend in society They all go to England To like meet British lords, right? Nan, of course, is uh, it's speaking about the cool girl. She's the one who's like not interested in falling in love, and she might never get married. So, of course, and then guess two,
0: what
1: happens? <laughs> two, two gorgeous men fall for her. One being a duke, Obviously. and the other being a, just a really gorgeous guy named Guy. And Isn't so that guy every his other friend, other...
0: though, is it that guy? Yes. Friend?
1: Well, that was a spoiler, but yes, it's his Sorry. friend. Sorry, <laughs> it's in the trailer, though. It's in the trailer. Oh, is it
0: is in the, the trailer? Is it in the trailer? Yeah, that's how I okay. know. That's how I know. Okay. I watched the trailer.
1: Yeah, and so, like, Nan is, like – and I want us to truly, like w- – I want you to watch it, and I want us to do an episode about it because – We will. We'll do Nan one. Is, Nan is not always walking with the Lord, right? She's not always doing the right <laughs> thing. <laughs> but I love her, and I, I root for her. And it's just, like, everything – the costumes are beautiful. The music is good. The guys are so sexy. It's, like, a good okay. – like, it's one of the rare – um love triangles where I truly like didn't really know which way it would go and each guy mm. is compelling, right? Like usually you, sh- you know how like most love triangles there's always like kind of a well one favorite. Yeah, you can tell. Either yeah. way every every other episode I'm like, maybe it's him. Maybe he could work. No, he could. And so I actually thought I thought I think that's a good sign of a like a good love triangle. Oh okay. Which is like Got you it. have no
0: you You just don't know which way to go. Which way it's going to go. All right. Yeah. And it's been renewed for season two, which is exciting. So congrats, Nana. I think it's all you. Thank you. Um, Yeah. So we will do an episode on that. Actually, clearly, you've convinced me. I'll watch it this like holiday break. All right. Yeah. So I have two HEAs. Um, The first is a K drama that I've been watching, Call It Love. Um, Mm -hmm. It is. on Hulu, because Hulu slash Disney Plus are also doing K dramas now uh, for people that want to watch it. It's too much. <laughs> Everyone wants K dramas. Well, content. it's like, yeah. How am I going to watch Everyone- all this stuff? It's so much, so much content. Um, but yeah. basically, the premise is this woman is going. I like is has a revenge plan against the son of her dad's mistress slash you know second wife, who basically mm-hmm. the dad and the. Um, Second wife ran off with the family money um and uh left them like a decade or so ago when the the, the series starts. And then the dad dies and the mo- and then the stepmother slash mistress kicks them out of their family home, essentially, mm. um, unceremoniously. Like she and her two siblings are just like forced to leave. She's a middle child um of uh, two girls and a boy. The boy's the youngest. And so she like decides that. She's going to seek revenge on the son of this woman by going to work at his company and, you know, uh, basically trying to find a way to ruin him so he can feel the pain that she felt when they stole her family home from her. Mm. Um, so this is a revenge plot, but the the title of the series is obviously called Call It Love, so you can know what's about to happen. I think that this series is probably, like, this year, one of the best sort of depic- depictions of seeing two people, like, fall in love And have like this like heart flutter sort of like experience Mm. in a way like just to have the yearning on screen and to watch it as they like fall into each other's orbit and cannot help but be drawn to each other with all of that. It's so good. Um, Okay. So call call it like like, I I think it's one of the best ways of seeing these people circle around each other and just continue to be just drawn and drawn to each other. And they're two very different people. um, Opposites attract in this. And I I think it's quite well very well done. I'm like hooked on it. there's I'm like on episode 13 and I started watching it like yesterday or the day before. Oh, God. Uh, So I'm really into it. I'm really, really into it. And then the second one is a book called because, you know, I always have to do a book uh, called Mm -hmm. Flirting with the Beast. It's by Jane Porter. And basically, this is an older couple. Uh, Essentially, the idea is this woman, Andy McDermott, um, lost her husband. She's a widow. She lost her husband five years ago. And they like she and her husband had this like lake house cabin by the lake and they had this neighbor his name is wolf enders big burly guy um that was always sort of like um they like sort of had neighborly disputes like her husband her late husband hated this guy and like andy decided that she hated him too but not really because she just couldn't help but being like attracted to him because he's super hot he's big you know all Mm. that other stuff and they're all in their like they're in like their 50s um and essentially this book is about how they sort of like fall into each other and what I really liked about this book is how it dealt with like first of all it's an older couple that like yeah. have had have children that are grown they have gone through divorce or like have gone through like are widowed um and then falling in love and finding love again so a second chance at love um and then I really liked the way it dealt with the issues that the two of them had and how they worked through that talked through like loneliness having to deal with like you know, different things with children, things like that. And like, you know, having to work through different family, family dynamics and why they were so different or wanting to still be together. Um, it was, I think it's really well done. Another way of showing like a yearning or people falling, each, like falling to each other and having this chemistry they'd never noticed before and not being able to do anything but be together. So so those are my two HEAs, Flirting with the Beast by Jane Porter and Call It Love, which is a K-drama you can watch on Hulu or Disney+. Plus. Yeah, that's it. Wow. Okay. Uh. But yeah, both themes are like yearning. <laughs> so, and I that clearly I that's a that's a theme I have this this week's episode. Um. Anything else, Nana? We want to talk about. No. All right, guys. This is our last episode of 2023. We look forward to do it. Yes, it has to be. <laughs> We look forward to doing more with you guys in 2024. Will we have an early New Year's episode? Maybe. Yes. Let's see. We'll see. Uh, that's, yes. Yeah. Yes. Let's do it. Yeah. We're actually, gonna be we should. S- we're going to be so good. We are. We are. So we'll probably do an early New Year's episode um, because we should uh, to start off really well. Uh, but anyway, that's it for now, guys. Bye, Rom Squad. Bye. Bye.